Hi and welcome to our podcast It Matters with Zara Raj Parwal. Hi and welcome to It Matters with Zara Raj Parwal. In the past few years the conversation around mental well-being has gained momentum and never has this issue been more important than the current global crisis. So we reached out to our viewers to ask them if they had any concerns that could be answered by a specialist and we are eternally grateful to Mimansa Singh Tanwar for giving us her time she's a clinical psychologist and uh, with the department sorry with the department of uh, mental health and behavioral sciences at Fortis Healthcare thank you Mimansa for your time pleasure to be here thank you so before we go into the questions that the viewers have sent us i wanted to ask a question in your opinion what has been uh the most common effect of continuous lockdown that you have noticed in people i think we have to understand the the uniqueness of the situation that is there where uh, you know there has been a sudden transition for all of us to start working from homes and the kind of multiple roles and responsibilities that we've been you know trying to manage from this one space uh, there has been no training for something like this and you know it's something which is very very difficult uh, to manage family manage absolutely manage children manage work uh, manage one's own needs and everybody else in the family so i think uh, you know it's it's one of the common problems that we all are experiencing and uh, certainly along with that you know the anxiety for the given situation that we are there uh, facing right now because there is a threat to our physical health and uh, there is very obvious increase in anxiety and a worry for all of us uh concerns about our health health of our loved ones health of our children uh so these are some of the common concerns that we all are experiencing each one of us you me everyone is experiencing right now yes. the ongoing time period when we asked for questions we were very surprised that we got uh, similar questions from multiple people so mm-hmm. a lot of people are going through very similar things let's go get into some of the questions that we received and hopefully we can help them um So the first question that I have is how does one cope with the loneliness in this lockdown what are its effects in terms of mental well-being interconnectedness we are in a time where we have digital medium to stay connected with each other and i think in a time period like this our ability to stay connected uh in our relationships whether it is our friends whether it is within the family whether it is our colleagues we need to st- continue to stay connected um you know human connection is the most existential form uh, of our uh, you know fundamental form of our existence so the fact that you know earlier pre lockdown where we may be busy on our um, various digital platforms that we would do in terms of you know uh, whether mobile or our emails and things like that the moment we've been told now that you know as you have to stay within your homes and now you're not supposed to uh, you know meet each other there has been a sudden surge of anxiety that how can we not meet people yeah. i'm not going to be meeting my friends i'm not going to be meeting my colleagues i won't be meeting my uh, family members and that has certainly raised a concern for all of us because we now do realize how important for us each one of us is to actually stay connected with each other so which is why i continue to say i think it's important uh, to stay connected uh, with uh, you know each one of us that is the way of how we will be able to really deal with the feeling of isolation that we may have 
because of the physical distancing that we have to follow and you know sometimes even the kind of thoughts that we may experience because of the worries and anxieties and the changes that we are going through for children uh, young adolescent particularly young adults particularly it is a difficult time period again because of lack of social connectivity so but the fact that we have this we have this digital space you're sitting there i'm sitting here and we are talking you know we can still connect and this is the way to you know deal with our loneliness that you know don't stay alone with it's your thoughts reach out i think uh, very important to reach out because we are all in the same boat so maybe the person you are reaching out to is also feeling lonely uh, the next question i have is how does one deal with loss of job pay cuts opportunities in the current scenario oh. understand that it is happening because of something external it is not you yeah. who's causing it you need to recognize the fact that it is nothing to do with you it is happening with multiple people across the globe it is a very difficult situation of course to face in but then again don't put all your worries and stress in that one particular aspect recognize that yes this is happening and what is it that i can do in different other aspects of my life whether it again like whether it is within the families how you continue to invest time with each other engage with each other how you are able to engage and maintain your routine despite not going to work now uh, how you are able to manage your finances together you know in terms of restructuring that you may need now you know thinking about in that aspect as couples as families coming together to support each other do not hesitate to ask for help you know we may sometimes feel that because we feel i don't want to burden somebody else with my uh, yes. problems but think about it in a different way as well if you change the position if it was you on the other side and them on this side how would you have responded the same way it yeah. follows for you as well so reach out and uh, ask for help and uh, like i said also uh, continue to uh, invest in your own hobbies and interests that you like so these are other elements of your life as well that if they are going well for you you've lost uh, you know one aspect of your life but these are others which are still in your control so that's how we have to see it we just have to refocus our attention from the adversity that we are experiencing to things that we can still do in a more positive and an optimistic way in a way we have to force ourselves to look at the positive in our life and not let the negative take over absolutely so i i imagine it's hard because somebody who's lost his job i can't imagine you know what they're going through but uh the next question is during this lockdown work from home has led to a lot of friction amongst family members due to close proximity uh for the well-being of the family's mental peace how does one deal with it yeah everybody's cooped up together <laughs> even your loved ones can start getting into your space that's very true though and which is why we need to one be easy on the expectations that we may have from each other because when we are running our own lives you know we are just coming together in one space during the evening so a lot is running independently and we are not really encroaching each other's space in that sense now that we are able to see each other see it in a way how you are able to actually see how we all are running our lives you know this is like a peekaboo in that aspect the other yeah. thing is 
that we need to like i said be less rigid in our expectations from each other we sometimes become very uh, rigid about small small things this is how i wanted this is how i have always done it you know now we are in a space where there are too many people where we need to accommodate and we need to adapt to each other's needs so accommodation adaptation to how we all are running our houses right now is very important third thing is do not let one person bear the burden of running the house come together support each other manage whatever household work that you like you know everybody must contribute this is the time where we can also role model for children how to go beyond gender norms and gender roles and it's just about togetherness each and every individual comes together and just support each other and deal with the situation with a lot more positivity and togetherness so that's how we need to approach this that we be a lot more patient we be a lot more tolerant and we give each other the space respectful of each other's space <laughs> the biggest thing absolutely show gratitude to you know things that we've been doing yeah. uh, the simple things gratitude that you do show gratitude to your wives to your husbands whoever's helping out whoever's pitching in next question what are the signs to look out for uh, of depression anxiety etc when talking to a family member who's away from home if they are talking about feeling sad and you're experiencing dullness in their voice for a consistent amount of period uh, for you know it's been a week more than week 10 days to weeks uh, if they are avoiding having interaction with you you know you're trying to engage them but they do not want to come on calls they are not talking to you or making some kind of you know excuses to not get on the call when you realize they may be awake on odd uh, sleep awake pattern and are awake on odd hours but this is this cannot be just the sole uh, sign you know i'm talking yeah. about the structure of signs that one has to look at when they're talking about a sense of meaninglessness in uh, about life in their conversations when they are talking about some things which may uh you know show us that they are feeling less hopeful about things to change these are the signs where we need to be watch out for uh, that you know that this person may be actually experiencing uh, some early signs of uh, you know depression or maybe any kind of mental health related concern okay uh this has come from a mom due to the schools being closed my son who is a preteen has been spending a lot of time on the phone and computer watching videos or playing games etc uh, do violent games have an effect on children mentally and if yes what are the effects also he is very irritable when asked to stop so how to stop this habit without confrontation there has been enough evidence to suggest that yes when there are violent games that are played children do tend to get impacted in a way that they tend to imbibe or imitate some of those similar actions or may uh, you know have similar ways of how they respond to anger uh, in that sense so which is why when one cannot completely stop them because it is there but what we need to do is have other outlets where they can also engage in other things uh, which gives them a sense of calmness and a sense of you know uh, regulating their emotions in a lot more positive way so helping them also channelize their energies into art and craft into physical exercise within the homes right now uh, where we create and make our homes a lot more child friendly that is very important that you keep all your artifacts inside and you know you let them run around keep the house dirty that's fine that's okay you know 
they rather do that uh, than anything else and uh, at the same time provide them stimulation from different ways of you know also engaging them in household activities i think um, you know that's also part of a life skill that we are inculcating in them if we are engaging in uh, them in some of these things and most importantly media literacy skills at this time for children is very very important they are going to use media for a very long time uh, you know whether it is in social media whether it is you know online classes internet use we need to teach them what are the safe practices to go online and use mediums what are the uh, you know more kind compassionate way of engaging in social media how to not not get influenced by various things that media show them so as parents we need to instill that skill so that you know children are able to also discern for themselves to be able to see what is the right uh, way or to engage with media how much to engage how to filter the information how it also impacts my choices my behavior that can only happen when a parent and a child and even school system for that matter have these conversations in a way in a more educative way not in a prescriptive way where you sit down and you tell your child that you know i want to now talk to you about today this but in a more yeah. teaching moment way that you know you have yes, something uh, i think this these concerns are also beyond the lockdown and these uh, i think these habits can be inculcated for the betterment beyond the lockdown this Absolutely. i think a lot of mothers are facing this in the new my mother didn't your mother didn't she didn't have these concerns but this is something parents i think are regularly facing nowadays true next since after covid we are all working from home my screen time on the laptop has drastically increased it impacts health both mentally and physically how shall i deal with the new change give yourself breaks don't be continuously on screen it is an exhausting medium and that's why how you would run your routine in the pre covid times where you would give yourself break you would get from your desk out you go to a colleague's desk and you talk to them do the same thing get off your desk go make a call to a colleague or a friend or anyone uh, or maybe after in a second break you know go eat something in a third break go to the balcony and just you know take a, a cup of coffee and just observe the nature around give yourself break create those pockets of you know what you uh, what you saying is try as as much as possible to keep the routine you had before absolutely uh, continue within your house within your you know current situation keep that routine on as much as possible True. That's a great idea actually. We should, you know, really try that. Take a break, take a coffee break. It really works. Uh oh, I this is a very young guy. I'm very apprehensive about the future for internship and placements as companies are cutting down their overall work strength and the uncertainty occupies my mind a lot. How can I think positive? Future is uncertain. That is true for each one of us right now. and which is why you continue to focus on things that you can do right now so what are the things that are there in your control is your each day uh, your here and now so in every day things that you do you enjoy you have interest in spend and invest your time in that that will help you uh, what is going to happen next is something that we'll have to face when it comes uh, you may have this loss you may not have this loss but then again our mind tends to think more about you know preparing ourselves for the worst uh but yeah. let's try and refocus it and rebuild it by focusing and telling ourselves well let's see what happens then and this is what i can do now and it may also happen it may not also happen so we have to look at it in a possibility kind of a way and approach situation in that sense 
I think a lot of uh, youngsters are facing this. There's a, a sense of dejection even before they've actually entered the workforce. Absolutely. So they, I'm, uh, I'm doing a session on positive psychology this Sunday. And I am going to be talking a lot about it. <laughs> I'm, going to, I'm going to attend it. I need it. My problem during the lockdown is I've started procrastinating. I can't get, I want to do everything on my bed. I can't get myself. So now I've started uh, taking a shower on time. You know, it's little things to sort of put myself in a space where I'm a little more active. Absolutely. The next question, Mimansa, during the lockdown, we are unable to meet our friends and partners. How do you keep that bridge intact with your loved ones? Connect through visual platforms. Form rituals that you both can do together. When you get up in the morning, you know, maybe listen to similar kind of music, maybe have lunches uh, at the similar time, stay connected on visual, uh, you know, mediums again when you're having that. When you're going to bed, you know, again, have maybe some pre-bed uh, ritual that you can do in terms together. So create those rituals with your partner who's staying distant and, uh, you know, have more conversations visually. These things will help you to be able to still feel that love and that connection that you may be, you know, missing at this point in time. Does physical fitness have an impact on a person's peace of mind or mental fitness? Yes, and which is why physical exercises, even in during uh, the ongoing time period, is very important. The fact that, you know, there has been a cut down in that uh, for each one of us, it's giving its own challenges of sleep of yeah. uh, you know, not have being able to sleep at night properly so you know have some sleep music if you have some sleep issues before uh, sleeping uh, instrumental music or some calming music uh, sleep music has evidence that it will help and please do physical exercises along with that also do some breathing exercises it will help you maintain your anxiety as well manage your anxiety this this came from a very young person. How does one differentiate between everyday stress and anxiety and a severe mental health condition that requires mental health experts and medication? So stress is something that we all experience. But what happens is that when we use our resources that we use on a day to day basis, you know, talking to someone, sleeping over it, uh, engaging in our hobbies, doing all of these things, just talking to oneself in a day or two, one may feel better. But when it is a mental health related concern, it tends to prolong and be more persistent, which means that it's not just two, three days where you're able to snap out of it. But you're experiencing sadness, anxiety, you're experiencing uh, a disinterest or lack of motivation in things that you used to do. You don't want to interact with people. You're having disturbance in your sleep awake patterns or your eating patterns. You're finding it difficult to concentrate in your work. All of these things are happening for at least, you know, week, 10 days, two weeks period of time. And no matter how much effort you're trying to put in, you're not able to come out of it. This is when you need to realize that, you know, now stress is overwhelming. Now it is overtaking you. And one may also tend to have negative thoughts about various things around uh, that are happening around. So we need to recognize these signs in ourselves and people around us and then reach out for help. Mental health, because of the stigma that has been there, it has always created that barrier to seek help. And we tend to just, you know, bottle it up. We want to just manage it at our own level. In uh, the, the kind of stigma that was there about a decade ago, do you see that sort of waning off now? 
certainly because different platforms different media platforms you know different organizations have started having mental health dialogues and conversations there is a difference people are building a lot of awareness are also building a sense of acceptance but then again you know there are stigma that continues to come in different ways into in the form of myths it continues to remain in the form of you know fear anxiety of medication of you know who is the person who goes for therapy in the in that form the, these things still continue to remain uh, so one needs to understand that you know when you're going to a psychologist or your psych a psych psychiatrist all of these old connotations that we used to use to define a person with mental illness should not be used anymore you know those were the times where we had lack of information and mental health was you know mostly connoted with violence with you know uh, behaviors which were non acceptable absolutely yeah. absolutely but when it comes to mental health related problems you know it could be just to do with you know emotional problems relationship problems work problems it could be you know a friend a, a peer a, a young a student having exam related problems which are again overtaking and overpowering their own emotional well being and right. each one of them may require some kind of an intervention uh, and whether it is short term long term again depends upon how severe the situation is and how much they need it but then again each one of us may require that what are some of the tools mimansa you would uh, you would be able to tell people in terms of coping mechanisms given the current times and the most common i think uh, issues that people have uh, asked questions about that we saw was fear stress and anxiety especially for younger uh, either whether they are working or they are studying anxiety and extreme anxiety regarding the future so what are some of the things you think help when when the issue is not as bad for them to require medication what can they imbibe in their everyday life uh see there are two parts to it one is that right now the fear about future is more and more because we realize the uncertainty of the situation that we are experiencing but then again you know some people do tend to have this worry about future uh you know where they continue to think more things in terms of future and want to have as many plans as possible uh to be able to prevent certain things happening in future there are two ways to approach it one is that yes we need to have um multiple plans in place to be able to see how we manage if the situation comes in that's a aspect of our preparedness and prevention but at the same time we need to recognize the so possibility the first aspect you're saying is more calculations in your life you take decisions based on calculated risk which is good thinking good critical thinking and then the second one yes so i mean even when you're doing that critical thinking you are still looking at the elements of the present and possible future right so present right. still continues to remain a very significant aspect even in that decision making now the other aspect is uh, when we are thinking about the future we need to still recognize that certain time uncertain time a possibility of what is going to actually go uncertain even when we face that future will always be there yeah so whether you were in uh, you are in a covid time or you are in an outside covid time the uncertainty to future will always remain until the time you actually face it so we always need to know and build our own skills on how to deal with situation in a problem solving way the moment we have the problem and that can happen when we are able to uh, deal with stress in a lot more calmer way in a lot more positive way being aware of our own emotions being aware of the challenges limitations and then see things that are in my control that i can do things that are not in my control and what do i do now 
so you have to have that problem solving approach when you face the challenge i yeah so i think right now what is happening is a lot of people it's not just critical thinking we are obsessively worrying and we have to sort of force ourselves to step out of that zone and do something positive focus on things we like about ourselves remind us that we like those things it's a continuous process mimansa i can't here I'm and sorry, now go ahead. no i was saying here and now our present is what is most important for us and we need to just continue to focus on things that we enjoy things that we like in the present because our emotional and mental well-being will stay a lot more positive one if we continue to invest in our relationships in a lot more positive way if we continue to instill in our hobbies and interests uh, in a lot more joyful way and if we are able to actually live our uh, day to day lives simple things that we do whether we are cooking whether we are t- spending time with our children whether we are spending time with our own selves create that pockets as well and uh, whether it is our spouse family members you know how immersed we are how joyful or how how well are we able to enjoy uh, those moments those are the things which are going to help so you know experiencing and creating that element of mindfulness we keep talking about it but this is the time where we need to inculcate that we need to instill that in our day to day lives right now that's important i think everybody who survives this lockdown is going to come out much stronger i think we we're going to have coping mechanisms we didn't even know we were capable of mimans i cannot thank you enough for your time you've been so helpful and we had so many questions i hope that this helps and reaches as many people as possible and helps them think positive we can uh, tell them that it's within their reach to do so so i really appreciate your time thank you so much zara thank you it was lovely interacting thank you Thank you.